Have you ever wondered, what's so special about that song? Have you asked yourself why you can't get that one song out of your head? Find out here, as my fellow musician and co-host, Didier Jonti, also known as A, and I, Dristan Solomon, also known as Drish, analyze and deconstruct your favorite Christian music. This is Noteworthy. Today on Noteworthy, we are analyzing Lean Back by Capital City Music. This song is off of their album Kingdom Come, and there are various versions of it, but we have a link in our bio on our Instagram and Facebook pages that will direct you to the version that we are referring to. Yeah, the version we're talking about is the one with Dion Davis, and you will definitely have a good experience watching that, so we encourage you to go watch it. And yeah, let's get into the song. Uh, who's it written by? So this song is written by Tony Brown, Nathan Moore, Amanda Cook, and Chris McClarney. Uh, Nathan Moore is, I believe, part of the House Fires team. And Amanda Cook is part of Bethel. Chris McClarney, I think, was also associated with uh, Bethel, but he's been doing things under his own artist name for a while as well. And he's got some really good songs that are out there. Uh, it's a really awesome group of songwriters coming together to write this song which is displayed by the lyrics of the song that are um really incredible yeah those are the songwriters yeah tony brown actually also is a co-founder of tribal which is i don't honestly know exactly everything about tribal but they focus on curating and finding spontaneous led sort of um worship events and mm. they do all of the maverick city music which we analyzed i think two episodes ago what do we know about capital city music and Dion davis um capital city music is it's not a church um and it's not a band either they are from the website, they say they are originating originating out of Washington, D.C., and they are a ministry made up of artists, dreamers, and creatives, and they partner with ministries and churches across D.C. So they don't, they're not a church, and they're not a band, but they, they're like a ministry that comes and supports mm. churches, which is really cool. That's really interesting, and... I like what they do, and I like what they've been doing in the D.C. area. And uh, just from the little that I was able to learn about them, they seem like a group of people who really care about God's work, you know, and mm-hmm. worship more than, like, their name or anything, which uh, is kind of refreshing. And in this song particularly, I love, love Dion Davis, his voice. His voice is um, incredible. Yeah, there's. It's funny. I read this YouTube comment. There, I read this comment on uh, the YouTube video that said his voice sounds like pure brewed coffee. That's just. That's it right there. That's well. You know, it's more like milky though. It's like mm. smooth. So it's almost like a vanilla latte. You uh, know, just like I know yeah. nothing about coffee. So when when they say coffee, I'm just assuming smooth and 
yeah, I mean, pure brewed coffee is like black coffee and like mm. kind of has a bitter thing to it, but his voice is just like, whoo, just butter. Yeah. Um, he was born in Miami, but raised in Atlanta and he's a worship artist songwriter. He's involved with, I guess, this kind of group of people and he's part of a, he's part of this music group called Watershed Music Group. I think they're kind of like a label publishing service kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, let's talk about the actual song, Lean Back. It's a song really focusing on resting on in God, really. A lot of songs I feel like, which is good, a lot of songs focus on the character of God and what God does or how much we love God. But this song is, I feel like, really cool because it talks about just letting God do his thing and just resting in him and like like it says like lean back into into like God's arms and the just, arms of the Father, yeah. That's yeah, really good. Is is there an intro melody? There's no intro line, but it's just the chords um I think of the verse, but it's like very distinct a very distinct voicing that they okay. use. Um, like once you hear that, like, you know, this song, especially if you've heard mm -hmm. it before. Yeah. And those intro chords are a five, six, four. Or if you're looking at the version that we are, it's in the key of F sharp. So the chords are a B, D sharp minor and C sharp. But yeah. And that loops a couple of times before going into the verse that is, you will never leave your love sustaining me. Before I even knew what love was. You've brought me here to rest and given me space to breathe. So I'll stay still until it sinks in. Yeah, very calming. It, yeah, that song focuses a lot on what God is doing. Instead of like, mm. I will love you. I will like, it, it's very like combating that spirit of like effort and striving. And it's just mm. saying like, you will never leave me. You are sustaining me. Like, even before, like, I could do anything, like, you're the one who is comforting me and all that stuff. But it's interesting how kind of like at the end of the verse, it just stops rhyming because it says, you will never leave. Your love is saying me before I even knew what love was. And then it, you brought me here to rest and giving me space to breathe, which rhymes with sustaining me. And right, says, right. I'll stay still until it sinks in. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they're necessarily going for yeah a structured rhyme mm -hmm. scheme or anything. And this melody is one of those melodies that allows for not having like a lot of rhymes. You know, especially because if you look at it, this verse breaks up into two parts, mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's split by three lines. So the first three lines. And the next three lines are both the same melody. So when it splits up that way uh, into groups of three, which is really interesting because I, uh, I find that it just completely changes the way you write if you split your, or if you write like a three line phrase, I don't want to say phrase, I want to say sentence because it's more like one like thought you know yeah. like you will never leave your love sustaining me before i even knew what love was yeah you've brought me here to rest and given me space to breathe so, so i'll stay until it sinks it's like in. two thoughts 
Yeah, yeah. So when you have something like that, when you have these three line splits, it's not necessarily calling for a rhyme. It doesn't necessarily warrant a rhyme. Uh, although, like, the words leave and me rhyme. But again, uh, the lines four and five, which end with rest and breathe, don't rhyme. And it still does not sound out of place because yeah. of this three line grouping. Gotcha. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. And also, that melody for the verse seems to be more catchy than the chorus because, and this has happened multiple times where I will mention this song to someone they'll be like i don't i don't think i know that and then i'll either sing the chorus and be like i will lean back in the loving arms and they'll still be like i don't know but then i'll sing you will never leave and then they're like oh yeah i know that song so it's very interesting i i think it's might be because it's higher it might which is interesting because last week we talked about how building up is very good like starting low in the verses and slowly building up to the chorus yeah. or mm-hmm. is a good tactic but this also it, it's cool it works but it's also the part that people remember is now the verse i have like another theory about that so here's the verse melody yeah is the same melody as the bridge from take courage by bethel how does um, it go uh, you who hold the stars. Wow. You've just ruined the song for <laughs> hundreds. No. Like, I don't want it to be something that ruins a song for somebody because it's not like... It doesn't take away from it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, Amanda Cook is one of the writers on that. this song, and she's part of Bethel. Although I looked it up and she is not one of the writers on Take Courage, but I'm sure she sung the song a bunch of times right. at her church. Um I just thought it was interesting because as soon as I heard this verse, I was like, wait, I've heard this before. Mm. And it's kind of like what you were talking about, but I knew I hadn't, like, I haven't heard this song before. Mm. Then it hit me and I was like, oh, let's take courage by Bethel. <laughs> That's funny. If that makes you feel uh, a certain way because you're like, oh, this is not as good anymore, you have to remember that music is literally all. It's just we're really just using the same things. Like it's just kind of different in different ways. Like especially because it's just that one line, like you will never leave. Like I'm sure that before I knew what love was is not in Take Courage. Like yeah, that no, no, line. No, it's different. So it's just like, you know, use your inspirations and like try to be original, but not like be like everything must be never ever have been written before. <laughs> sure, because you're using 12 notes. And trying to come up with something original, there's, I guess, technically, there's infinite possibilities. But not all those possibilities sound good, you know? (laughs) That's incredible. Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. And over the course of the years, I guess, musicians have discovered what sounds good. I think the bigger mystery is how we still come up with, quote-unquote, original melodies. That's true. Even talking about like contemporary Christian music, it's like, I don't even know. It's been years and like hymns have been going on for years before that. And yeah. centuries of music have passed and we're still writing original songs. That is stupid. <laughs> it's incredible. And, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It, I always think about that actually. But yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. 
Yeah. So don't let this be a hindrance in any way. To, <laughs> but it is the same melody. <laughs> um, and then we go into the chorus. I will lean back in the loving arms of a beautiful father. Breathe deep and know that he's good. He's a love like no other. So good. So simple. Just that image of... And also we talked about last week about using unconventional words like surgeon mm. in the last song that we talked about. Yeah, uh, run but, to the father. Uh, yes, go check it out. Um, but in this in this one, lean back. First of all, every time I look up lean back, I find the, I don't know if any one of you guys know this, but like back when I was a kid, there's this song called lean back that we go lean back. Lean back. Like that's the uh, one that I always find, but it's just so yeah. funny. That's not something you would hear in worship music, but like that image of like, it's just in mm-hmm. a beautiful father is just so mm-hmm. so sweet. It's interesting because you don't normally define father as beautiful. Not to say that you can't, but it's not a common adjective, I guess, mm-hmm. for father. You usually have like perfect father or loving father all of which are true but beautiful father is like i think it's such a good word choice because and especially like not just talking about like physical appearance beauty but like like truly like beautiful father you know in the holistic sense of the word beautiful i think it enhances the meaning of that chorus so much more and the imagery of leaning back into the loving arms of your father is really strong. Um, something too about the melody is that it's kind of cool how it goes like, I will lean. Well, it's more like the rhythm, not the melody, yeah. but I will lean back. Like it's like you kind of like, uh, it makes you feel relaxing. Actually, my friend suggested that I listen to this song on the floor, like just lie on the floor flat down and just open your arms and literally just listen to this song. And mm. I did. And it was, and it was special at a time where I was like struggling with like doing, doing, doing. And it, and it was just like, just let God like speak over you and like stop trying to do things. And so that rhythm really feels like gives that, that like sensation of just, I don't yeah. know how to say that without you guys seeing me. Leaning back. <laughs> yeah. The sensation of leaning back. Yes. He was leaning back into his chair. Yes. But you can't see that, of course. Um, and breathe deep and know that he is good. He's a love like no other, uh, which also has the same melody. I think um, something really like nice that they do with the melody is the word beautiful. The melody like rises. So it's sort of like the melody on that chorus is... Something along those lines. The way the word beautiful falls on that beautiful father, it just, it's a, it's like a beautiful melody mm. on the word beautiful. Yeah. And it just works so well. And it repeats on, he's a love like no other, which also works really well because it emphasizes the important words uh, on that line where it says, a love like no other. And it's exactly how you would say it. He's a love like no other. Mm. 
you know, and of a beautiful father. Mm. And the melody emphasizes the word beautiful and emphasizes the word love. So honestly, I think it's such a well-written chorus. After that chorus ends, uh, they just go back into the verse. So this song only has one verse that they do twice, mm-hmm. which I'm not mad about, to be honest. And then the instrumental comes before the bridge, which is a really cool instrumental like in the video that is in our link in our bio, it's um, there are strings that come in and the piano is doing this lick over these chords. It's so beautiful, so moving. So yeah, it's there's like tension because I don't know. It's just so it just makes you want to cry. <laughs> yeah. And that's really the word for that section is moving and beautiful. And uh, especially when you transition from the instrumental to the bridge, uh, the words are, now I can see your love is better than all the others that I've seen. I'm breathing deep, all of your goodness, your loving kindness to me. Those are moving lyrics matched with an equally moving melody. Yeah. Like we were talking a lot about how this song is very like, stop doing and like just just receive like the the goodness of God, and it's like kind of like if you were striving so much by the in, by the bridge now you've arrived like you're like, yes I like it makes sense to me now that I've rested, now I like, I I I see it like I I understand. Yeah, because the whole song up until now has really been a song about like rest, you know, and you really get this sense of I'm just leaning back mm-hmm. in the arms of God, you know, mm-hmm. and now at the bridge, you're ready for those words mm-hmm. that like, now I can see your love is better mm-hmm. than all the others. Because it's really like in those moments of resting in God's presence. And I mean, not to discredit doing things for God. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm all for that. And I'm all for like, relentless like service you know like pushing to your physical boundaries and like doing things for god but every now and then we got to understand and like slow down for a second and make sure we recenter and refocus so that we're not losing sight of god himself in the Mm -hmm. midst of serving him you know and this is a good song especially in moments like those and by the time you hit that bridge it's like hey here's a reminder that like God's love is better than mm-hmm. all the others. I'm just going to sit here and breathe deep all of your goodness and your loving kindness to me. Yeah. I mean, you can do a bunch of things, but it's like doing these things have as more value or like you understand what you're doing more once you actually have experience. Like I, it reminds me of that verse. Uh, I've tasted and seen. of The, the song. Uh, it's not a verse. Taste and see that the Lord is good is the verse. And when you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good, it's fuels your service and your yeah. um, your actions. I feel like one of the reasons why this song was uh, successful-ish, I mean, a lot of people don't know about it, but it's it's Capital City Music's biggest song is because it's so timely as in like, it fits well in like the worship music, I guess, scene or like what worship music is about because it's like, let's slow down for a second and realize it's just lean back into the loving arms of a beautiful father. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of like the worship music scene, it's really interesting how Capital City fits in to the current like worship atmosphere. 
because, especially if you look at the video, there's this like vibe that they create. And I kind of hate that I said the word vibe right now, but <laughs> this atmosphere. This atmosphere, yeah, it's more of it, but that's more like it. The way they do their videos and their like worship services or whatever that they do is very similar to groups like Maverick City uh, that we talked about a couple episodes ago, or even House Fires and United Pursuit, which are both very prominent uh, worship music groups right now. It's really interesting because... This style of worship music is quite a drastic change from other churches like Elevation Worship and Bethel and Hillsong United or Hillsong Worship because, uh, like, especially in this song, there's no electric guitars, no big synth sounds, no um, intense heavy drums uh, until, I guess, the end the where bridge, the drums, yeah. the, the bridge. But... For most of the song, it's very piano-driven, and but it's like this change in the trend of music that should be like noted by anybody who's trying to get into um, the worship music industry right now, at least. And I think it all really started with groups like House Fires mm. and groups like United Pursuit with um, their house church kind of style of worship, where you'd have like the band in the middle and the congregation surrounding and singing them, or like a choir surrounding them and singing them, singing with them. So I just thought that was really interesting, looking at Capital City Music and um, seeing that same kind of atmosphere and just to look at how it's grown over the last few years and will continue to do so, I think. it's This is going to be the next thing almost. Yeah, I'm really excited for that too because I feel like it takes away from the focus on what band it is or who's singing, just like the showy aspects of worship music that actually throws a lot of people uh, off a lot. Um, not that it's bad, but it's like a lot of people just won't listen to music that is like, oh, this is so show-offy and this is too big. Like this big thing that I'm like, ah. Like lights and yeah. stage and stuff. Well, yeah. this is very like, and I love, love, I like even actually when I was uh, a kid again, like I would, I was a kid again. Even <laughs> when I was a kid, we would listen, we had this Hillsong Chapel CD that we would listen to. I knew all the songs. I knew which song was coming after which yeah. because it was, we had like three CDs in our car. And I loved that. Like, it felt so intimate, so, like, there. I, I don't know. It, it, so it's, I really love where a lot of worship music is going. Mm -hmm. So I really encourage everybody, um, if you are not familiar with that kind of thing, like, look up House Fires, Capital City Music, Maverick City, United Pursuit. It's really cool. I'm I'm a big fan of that as well. Yeah. That is the entire song, and there's some spontaneous sections, but we won't be talking about that because it's not necessarily the song. The song. What makes this song noteworthy for you? For me, I think it's really that chorus. Uh, I will lean back in the loving arms of a beautiful father, breathe deep and know that he is good. He's a love like no other. I just think there's uh, a beauty in the lyrics and the melody and the way they both 
match together. So really the lyrics mm. and the melody and the way they both work together mm-hmm. all through this song are um, what make it noteworthy for me. What about you? Um, I kind of talked about it earlier, but it's really just there are not a lot of songs that talk about resting in God. Um, so this song really sticks out when you hear it. You're like, oh, yeah, I should uh, chill. It's one thing to say it, and when you sing it with that great of a melody, it makes mm. sense to your heart. If you like this song or found something interesting about it that you want to share with us, Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at noteworthy.thepodcast and comment on our posts about this episode. We want to hear from you. Let us know which song you'd like us to analyze next. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.